Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you? I hope you're happy and well. If you have connections with Ireland, you'll probably be celebrating St. Patrick's Day this weekend. This is a special bonus story from talented Irish storyteller Kate Corkery. It's a St. Patrick's Day gift from us to you. Before you settle down, here's a little warning. This story is rather scary. It's got a graveyard and a coffin in it. So you need to be a little bit brave to listen. But it is a great story. So if you're feeling brave, hold the hand of a grown-up and give it a go. If, like me, scary stories are not for you, then scroll back to the beginning of May last year and listen to Kate Corkery telling the eggshell soup story, which is much more funny than scary. Before we begin, can you think of any other tales from Ireland which we've had on our podcast? Have a little go and see how many tales you can come up with while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids. Did you think of any Irish stories? Well, there's the giant story, Finn McGool, and there's Eggshell Soup, and there's Molly and the Leprechaun, and the Griffin, and Fox at a Party, to name just a few. Now, are you sitting comfortably? Then here is our bonus St. Patrick's Day story with the gifted storyteller, Kate Corkery. Hello, super great kids. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. I hope wherever you are, you have a wonderful day. And I hope it's full of songs and stories and dancing and art and music. The story I have for you today is called The Boy Who Had No Story. It's a funny title, isn't it? Shall I begin? Okay. For though, for though, for though, for though, for though, long time ago in Ireland, there was a boy, and his name was Paddy Ahern. Paddy was the eldest of seven brothers and sisters. They lived in a small cottage. The mummy and daddy were very poor. They didn't have much money and they didn't have much food to share. So when Paddy grew tall and strong for his age, one day his mum said, Paddy, you know, you're tall enough and strong enough to go looking for work. Work, mummy, said Paddy. I mean, work helping on maybe one of the farms around here. Often the farmers are very busy and they could do with young people who were strong and lively and could help them with some of the work. So, Paddy, all you have to do is walk as far as you can until you find a farmer who'll give you a day's work and maybe that farmer will also 
give you a nice meal to eat and somewhere to stay. And you never know, he might keep you on. And you'll learn a lot, Paddy. And maybe you'll earn some money and you can bring some back to help the rest of us. Would you do that, son? Oh, well, if it's what you're asking me, Mum, I won't say no. Paddy was a shy boy, you know. But he was good. He was a good lad. And he wanted to please his parents. So even though he was lonely, he headed off on his own down the road. He walked and he walked and he walked away from his home. He walked and he walked and he walked until he came to a farm. And he went up to the door and he asked the farmer, um, Good afternoon, sir. Um, my name is Paddy Ahern and, and I'm looking for work. Is there any job at all that I could do on your farm today? Oh, said the farmer, you look like a tall boy, a strong boy. Are you any good at digging potatoes? I am indeed, I can dig. Well, there you go. There's a field out there. There's a shovel over there. Can you start digging a field of potatoes? I can indeed, said Paddy. And Paddy spent the whole day digging potatoes. And by the end of the evening, the farmer was pleased with his work. And he came and he joined the family. And they all ate together. And he stayed one night in that house. And the next morning, the farmer said goodbye to him. And he had to go and find somewhere else to work. He walked and he walked and he walked. He walked and he walked and he walked until he came to another farm. And he knocked on the door and he said, hello, my name is Paddy Ahern and I'm looking for work. Is there anything at all that I can do on your farm today? Oh, are you, are you any good at uh, cleaning out a pigsty? Oh, of course I am. I'm, I'm, I'll do anything you ask. Well, then there's a pigsty over there. Can you go and clean it out for me? Paddy didn't complain, you know, even though it was a smelly old job to be cleaning out a pigsty. And the pigs were big and hungry and noisy, but Paddy didn't complain. He cleaned out the pigsty. Not only that, he cleaned out the stables as well. And he groomed the horses. He loved animals. The farmer was very pleased with his work. He stayed with the family that night. He had a fine meal. And the next morning they said goodbye to him. And off he went again along the road. Walking and walking and walking and looking for somewhere else to work. And this is how it went on. Day after day. Now... Are you noticing anything? I'm noticing the same thing. Paddy never stayed more than one day in any of those farmhouses. Do you know why? I'll tell you why. It's not because he wasn't a good worker or an honest boy or a nice person. No, no, it wasn't that at all. It was, well, you see, long ago, before people had electricity, before people had all the things we have now, like televisions and radios and mobile phones and games and all these things. Well, at the end of a long day's work, people just had each other. And they would gather in somebody's house and everybody at the gathering would have to do something. Sing a song, play some music, do a dance, tell a joke, ask a riddle, oh, anything at all. But if you couldn't do anything, well, people weren't very happy about that. And Paddy was one of those boys who was very quiet. And when it came to his turn and somebody said, Oh, Paddy, you're a new boy here. I'm sure you have a great story to tell us. Paddy couldn't think of anything. He couldn't think of anything to say. He was too shy to open his mouth. Oh, well, Paddy, maybe you, you could sing us a song. Stand up there. Sing us a nice song. We're all ears. Come on now. Oh, Paddy... He didn't have a note in his head. He couldn't sing a song. Well, Paddy, can you play the tin whistle? 
Can you play the fiddle? Can you play the bowron? Can you play any musical instrument at all, at all? No, he couldn't play an instrument. Can you dance, Paddy? Can you get up and do a jig? Can you do a hornpipe? Can you do a reel? No. Paddy couldn't dance. Paddy couldn't sing. Paddy couldn't tell a story. So, the people weren't that keen to keep Paddy on as somebody who would work every day in their farm if they had someone else to choose from, like someone who was a great singer or a great storyteller. Of course, they chose that one. So Paddy had to walk further and further, looking for work. And he was finding it harder and harder. In the end, nobody was taking him in for work at all because when they saw him coming, if they'd met him once, they'd say, oh, that's that boy, that quiet boy. He's a bit boring. He can't sing or he can't tell a story or anything. Oh, no, we'll wait for someone else who'd be more fun. Paddy found himself walking the long roads on his own. And, you know, it was getting to that time of year where it was getting dark and it was getting cold and it started to rain. The rain was dripping down the back of his neck and the rain got heavier and the rain began to thunder down with thunder and lightning and the wind began to blow and Paddy was on the road, he was shivering he was freezing he was soaked to the skin oh he was so lonely, he was so homesick, he was lost where am I at all he said where am I, I've got nowhere to stay, oh what will I do on this cold stormy night and then Paddy managed to open one eye and he saw up ahead a house, a house in a field, a house with a candle lighting in the window. Oh, said Paddy to himself, shivering, that, 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 that'll be a good place for me to go. There's a candle lighting in the window. That means there's a, there's a welcome there for me. And he went up to knock on the door of that house. But before his hand reached to knock on the door, the door opened. And inside the house was a little old lady. Hello, Paddy Ahern. I've been waiting for you. Come in, come in, come in. Your dinner is all ready. Well, Paddy Ahern had never seen this old woman before. Small, wizened little woman with a big smile in her gumsy face. And she welcomed him in and she sat him down to a table and on the table was a delicious meal, oh, his favourite. Oh, it was bacon and cabbage with floury potatoes and lumps of butter dribbling all over it. Oh, it was delicious. And next to that was a cup of cool milk. And Paddy was hungry and he was tired and he was wet and he was so happy to sit there and eat this meal. And as he ate... The old lady stood and she smiled. She nodded her head and she looked at him. When he finally finished the meal, oh, he thought to himself, oh no, oh no, I know what's going to happen next. This lady is going to ask me to sing her a song or or play her music or, or tell her a story and I can't do any of those things and it makes me feel all upset when somebody asks me. But you know what? She didn't ask him anything. I'm glad you enjoyed your meal there now, Paddy O'Hearn, and I'm sure you're very tired. Would you like to lie down and have a nice sleep by my warm fireside? I'll go way up to my bed, and I'll see you in the morning. 
Night, night, Ihawa. And off she went to another room and left Paddy there by a roaring fire, all to himself. Oh, this was wonderful. Paddy stretched out like a cat in front of the fire. Oh, he was soon dry and warm and snug and in no time at all. He slipped into a blissful sleep. I don't know how long he was sleeping, but somewhere in the middle of the night, boom! The door burst open. In from the darkness came three strange-looking little men. The three strange-looking little men had green, wrinkly faces like cauliflowers. They had grey, glinting eyes. They had crooked little fingers. They were wearing tall black hats and black capes. And the three little men were dragging in a big, long wooden box. Oh! 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 They dragged it in and they plunked it on the floor. The first little man spoke. The first little man said, Who's going to help us to carry the box? And the other two answered together. They looked at Paddy with their grey glinting eyes. They pointed at him with their crooked fingers and they said, Who but Paddy Ahern? Well, Paddy looked at the three little men who were glaring at him. The first little man said, Get up, Paddy Ahern. You're a fine, strong boy. You can help us to carry this box. Come on now, waste no time. Paddy was used to doing what he was asked to do, so Paddy got up and he helped the little men to carry the long wooden box out the door. When they got outside, they told him to put the box onto his shoulder. Now, to do that, Paddy had to bend his knees, for he was a lot taller than these little men. And as soon as they were all carrying the box on their shoulders, the little men started to walk faster and faster and faster. And they didn't just stay on the road. Oh, no, they went off the road and into the field, across the muddy field. They were splishing and splushing and stuck in the mud. And Paddy didn't know where he was going because everything was in complete darkness. And the little men were running so fast that they were running through brambles and briars and bushes. And Paddy was getting ripped and torn. His jacket was getting torn and his arms were getting scratched by the thorns. But the little men wouldn't stop. And he was saying, please stop, please stop. I'm slipping and sliding and I can't keep up. And Oh, please stop, please stop. And suddenly they stopped without warning. They stopped running and they put the box down. And they were standing in front of a big, high stone wall. Paddy didn't know what that wall was for. What was it, a castle they were standing outside? The first little man spoke and he said, Who's going to help us to lift the box up over the wall? And the other two little men, they looked at Paddy and they pointed with their crooked fingers and they said, Who but Paddy Ahern? The first little man said, Paddy, you're the tallest one here. You can stretch up and lift that box up over the stone wall and bring it down on the other side. We will run through the gate here. The little men ran through the gate and Paddy all by himself had to stretch up as high as he could and lift that heavy box all by himself and put it on top of the stone wall and then he had to pull it down the other side and rest it on the ground. The three little men were already waiting for him, their grey eyes glinting and their crooked fingers pointing. And the first little man said to the other two, Who's going to help us to dig a hole in the ground? And the other two said, and you probably will know what they said by now. They looked at him with their grey glinting eyes and they pointed with their crooked fingers and they all said, Who but Paddy Ahern? 
Paddy Ahern, you're a fine strong lad. There's a shovel over there. Pick up that shovel and start to dig. Well, Paddy had to dig and dig and dig into the ground and dig and dig and dig all the time because the first little man didn't stop shouting at him and looking at him and saying, Go on, Paddy O'Hearn, dig faster, Paddy O'Hearn, dig deeper, Paddy O'Hearn, keep going, Paddy O'Hearn, dig a big hole, Paddy O'Hearn, now keep going, keep going, keep going. And Paddy, he was digging as fast as he could and his back was aching and his arms were tired and his hands were blistered from this big spade, this big shovel. And finally, he did dig a big, deep hole in the ground. And only then could he rest for a moment. And he put his elbow on the shovel and he had a look around to where he was. And he saw all these tombstones, gravestones all around. <gasps> Do you know where he was? It was a graveyard. And then the first little man spoke and the first little man said, Who's going to help us to take the lid off the box? And the other two little men said, Who but Paddy Ahern? Paddy Ahern, you have fine strong hands. And the hinges on the box are a bit rusty, Paddy Ahern, but you'll be strong enough to open them. Paddy bent over the box and he grabbed hold of one of the screws and he started to twist. <coughs> And the second one. And the third one. And the fourth one. And then Paddy took the lid off the box. Can you guess what he saw inside? Are you guessing? What, what did I hear you say? Did you say there was a, a ghost in there? No, there was no ghost in the box. What? Did you say there was gold in there? No, no, there was no gold in the box. Pardon? Did you just say the old lady? No, no, the old lady was not in the box. The box was empty. The first little man spoke. The first little man said, Who are we going to put inside the wooden box? The two other little men, they looked and they pointed and said, Who but Paddy and now Paddy O'Hearn might not have been the brightest boy on two legs, but he realised that he was standing in front of a big, empty wooden box next to a big, deep hole in the ground in a graveyard in the middle of the night. Do you think he wanted to stay there much longer? No! He dropped the lid of the box. He turned on his heels. He clambered up that wall. He jumped down the other side and he ran for his life. He went slipping and sliding and running through that muddy field. He ran through the bushes and the brambles and the briars. He didn't care about the thorns that were tearing at him. He kept running and running and running until he got back to that little house with the candles still lighting in the window and he burst the door open and he slammed the door shut and he threw himself down by the fireside and the fire was still warm and glowing and even though his heart was thumping and his... <sighs> even though his heart was racing and he was out of breath, he soon began to feel safe and sound and warm and cosy by that fire. And his eyes closed and he went back to sleep.
and you knew no more until the next morning. The sun was shining, the sky was blue. You could hear the birdies singing outside. And the little old lady appeared from the other room. Good morning, Paddy O'Hearn. Did you have a nice sleep by my fireside? Sleep, said Paddy. I did not sleep a wink. I was no sooner here by this fireside when the door burst open and three scary small little men with big tall black hats and grey eyes and crooked fingers came in here with a long box and they made me carry the box through the field till I was covered in mud. Look! And he pointed to his boots. But there was no mud on his boots. And, and then they made me run through the fields, even run through the bushes until it tore my jacket. Look! But his jacket wasn't torn at all. And, and, and the thorns ripped my arms and my hands. Look! But there was no scratches on his arms. And, and then, and then, oh, when they finally stopped running, we came to a big high wall and I had to carry that box all by myself up over the wall, down the other side. And then they made me dig a hole with a big shovel they gave me. And I had to dig so hard that I got blisters. Look! But there were no blisters on his hands no blisters on his fingers, no scratches, no tears, no mud. And the little old lady was looking at him with a smile on her face and she was nodding. <laughs> she was laughing. Oh, 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 which is not the response that he expected. He was telling her something awful, something frightening, something terrifying and she was nodding and smiling and laughing. And because she didn't seem to understand the story, he described it a little bit better. But you don't understand. These little men, they had faces like wizen cauliflowers and they had strange little, little, little voices. Oh, it really frightened me so much. Ah, well, 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 now, said the old lady. You know what you have, don't you? What have I? You have a story to tell. <gasps> well, Paddy suddenly stopped talking. And he looked at this woman and he thought, I, I never met this woman before. How does she know my name? How did she know what my favourite dinner was? And how did she know that I, I've never told a story? And the little old lady said nothing. She just smiled and said, well, look, it's a lovely morning, Paddy O'Hearn. And you could have a nice breakfast. And when you set out on the road... I'm sure you'll find somewhere to stay tonight because if you have a story to tell like that nobody will ever leave you out on the road again. Well, Paddy O'Hearn, he ate some porridge for his breakfast and then the old lady bid him a fond farewell and he walked away from that house and he got back on the road and in the morning light he looked around him and thought, now... I think I've walked this road before, but I've never seen the house there in that field. Where exactly is that house and that field? And Paddy turned around to look. And when he looked in the field, there was no house, no window, no candle, no lady, nothing. And from that day on, he... He never really knew what happened to him that night. But from that time on, he had a story to tell. And I'm telling you, he told that story.
and he was never again left out on his own. And if he didn't want to tell that story, he quickly thought of another story. And that's the reason why in Ireland long ago this story was told. It was a warning to everybody to be ready. If you're asked to do something in company, just make sure that you have a song or a poem or a riddle or a joke or a trick or a story or a tune or a dance, something to share. And I hope you will do that, you know, this St. Patrick's Day. Share what you can do with your friends and your family. Have a lovely time. Bye-bye for now. Thanks to Kate Corkery for that story. And well done you for listening all the way to the end. And an especially big thanks to all of our listeners in Ireland. That was a brilliantly scary story, wasn't it? I wonder what did happen to Paddy Ahern there. Was it a dream? Or was it the fairies working magic, maybe? Or what? What do you think? If you like scary stories, then remember, we have a podcast especially for our subscribers, Super Great Scary Stories. If you're interested in subscribing on Apple or Patreon, then go to our website at supergreatkidsstories.com for all the details. Have a happy weekend, whether or not you're going to paint your face green on St. Patrick's Day. This podcast was recorded at Wardour Studios in London. Music